0: Sean and I'm hosted with DK Lee. Nice to see you guys again. Not see you guys but... See you guys again. <laughs> I see you, Lee. Yeah. That's about it.
1: And this lovely planet that we've talking about. <laughs> and what, what was that catchy name we came up
0: with? Is it... Getting past the subtitles. Excellent. Welcome to uh our... So,
1: okay, before we dive in, to, we're talking about Snow creatures today. So, just a recap, last week we covered mother yes so this week we were going to cover snowpiercer but the academy awards was the oscars the oscars whatever was last night in the time that we're recording this even though this probably won't be released till a yeah, couple weeks um, yeah um he won yeah bong june for the win
0: <laughs> which is kind of cool because we've been talking about it for a few, mm-hmm. few weeks now
1: this was the gossip of the town yep we didn't think it was gonna happen And And then it happened.
0: (laughs) You won a lot, actually. You won international, best international, best screenplay, Mm -hmm. best uh, director, and best picture. Mm -hmm. So you pretty much got all the big ones, except for, I guess, best actor.
1: Did you hear a speech? I did. It's did like, like when he won Best Director, he said, "I thought I was done after the last one." Yeah, he, was... said, he didn't say like three
0: times. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I'd be done after when, Best he, International. When film. he
1: won Best Director, he was like super nervous. His hand yeah. was like on his head. <laughs>
0: yeah, he seemed very happy though. Yeah, like I, I looked genuinely I, shocked.
1: like yeah, they didn't even know. Like,
0: he was just very, like he felt. He looked very proud and kind of very mm. just humbled and kind of. Yeah. Just ecstatic that he has this trophy in his hand, <laughs> kind of thing. It's no, just kind of gave me.
1: It's just no one would have. Saw Good vibes. Them. No one would have even seen that coming. Yeah. I just like couldn't even say anything when he won Best Picture. Just like yeah, just yeah. He's just like um, I'm gonna be in the back. Yeah, just let these people talk. I talk way
0: too much about this thing. I've came up too many times. I
1: was listening to another podcast, and they were like, all he wanted was to was a few cocktails, and they kept giving him Oscars yeah. instead.
0: And then he's like, oh, I'm gonna be so happy to uh, be drinking tonight.
1: <laughs> Poor guy.
0: Yeah. No, not I for t- the guy, not <laughs> for at all. <laughs> he's like overwhelmed he's, with, he's,
1: with happiness and
0: yes, very
1: man. Yeah, that was cool though. And then um to like outbeat like his um his inspiration, like Martin Scorsese, yeah. like in that competition, and then to yeah. kind of give him back that appreciation. Yeah, I mean, afterwards. it's not competition, but but, but it, I think
0: just being able to kind of in the same that limelight nod, yeah, it's pretty kind of like a. A sign of kind of approval, kind mm-hmm. of thing. The acknowledgement that, you know, he's kind of there with the greats. Yeah. Just cool.
1: Pure insanity. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's kind of like you imagine yourself as just that kid that wants to be a filmmaker mm-hmm. and then kind of sees growing up to everybody. Yeah. And then you kind of, and then you just end up making these great films and noted rise. And then you get to that high place that you see mm-hmm. everybody else in. And you're like, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's really cool. I think. <laughs> Also, just because of the kind of small connections that he had with mm. other directors where like he's like, yeah, I mean, Clinton, yeah, you, know, like you always had, you know, my films on your list mm. and like, you know, Marty, you know, I always had this quote while I was studying <laughs> film and, you know, all those things. Kinda, all these
1: great endorsements yeah. from other great filmmakers I, in the U.S. I,
0: yeah, I really liked how he, you know, did his speech, mm. very classy.
1: You know, that like a uh, dry sense of humor that he has. Yeah, <laughs> he does. <laughs> just a, a nerdy filmmaker yeah <laughs> what a shock that was yeah. i was at a um a bar last night that did like a oh, oscars kind of nice. thing people lost their minds out of uh
0: joy <laughs> nice
1: like the cheers uh-huh. every time that there was he was on the nominations i was like <laughs> Oh man! Wow, like, really, really puts in perspective how many people were reading. <laughs> how many Asian people were there? Non-Asian people. <laughs> Zip. There was one person behind me that was Asian, and besides him, <laughs> probably just like, "That's cool."
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone else is going crazy. <laughs> well, it's about time, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, everybody was like, "Oh, insane!" Not even Little Women got that much love. Mm. I think I was there for a little one but it's okay. We're not gonna talk about that. What
0: did that. it win for? It won uh Best uh costume? Um I think it did. I think it did right? Yeah best yeah, costume did. and that was it? Was it I thought there was one other one. I don't I didn't watch the whole thing so um I
1: do forget but Florence Pugh didn't win best supporting role so I'm a little upset it's all good.
0: Who won best supporting <laughs> again?
1: Oh um Laura Dern.
0: Oh yeah for uh Marriage Story Marriage Story
1: feels all right <laughs> with how much little screen
0: time she had yeah <laughs>
1: yeah it's all right <laughs> i mean it was the gossip round, so it, you could kind of predict it yeah if yeah, you yeah. paid attention yeah. but uh, it's just
0: you know i feel like conflict like lawy- <laughs> like an a- la lawyer yeah, that's kind of all thing. i just feel like it's kind of
1: yeah it didn't have a lot of Substance to it, or like—I mean—how much could you bring out yeah, in a yeah, character like exactly. that? So I don't know.
0: Well, who knows?
1: So yeah, yeah. It only... yeah I
0: mean, i didn't hate her performance. I liked her <laughs> yeah, it performance, was good. but
1: I don't know. In to... competition, too. Yeah, it's right my my view. Yeah, it only won best costume design, mm-hmm. but it got nominated for like six six things: nice. best picture, best actress, best supporting actress, musical original musical score. And best adapted screenplay. I
0: knew uh, Joker was going to win. Best, well, oh, yeah. Phoenix was going to win oh, yeah. for best actor.
1: hundred percent. I was uh, just there to see what he was going to say afterward. Yeah, and his...
0: <laughs> I didn't like his speech. <laughs> it was just going rambling on and on. I'm like, dude...
1: Very Joaquin. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, who who won um, best actress? Um, The the lady that played Judy?
0: Um, Renee Zillinger. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. What Wait, what film did she want? Judy. Oh, Judy. I didn't watch that one. That's I didn't so watch I it. If don't you don't watch know. Judy,
1: let us know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I didn't watch it. So. Like,
1: her speech was just like going on and on and on. Somebody yeah, just,
0: I, at that point, I don't think I was watching it. So
1: yeah, somebody in the bar yelled, "Stop!"
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, she did win Best Actress, so I guess they have longer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I forget time to talk about stuff.
1: You got five minutes. You better make something up. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh okay She's just like <laughs> the, thanks to firefighters
0: about about asian people winning is that their speeches are much shorter because they don't have as much things to say i feel like
1: that and like ha- the after speech is cut by yeah, like the by interpreter the
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like even if you want to do a long speech <laughs> you have this limitation of like splitting your time with the translator sounds so funny
1: yeah oh his uh his translator gets so much love
0: Dude, even like i don't know like, if she i mean you don't know korean right so you don't understand just how like well she's translating but mm-hmm. the nuance of how she translates like every joke every kind of um like the form of the sentence right. she tries to keep as close to what he's saying as possible it's actually mm-hmm. pretty like incredible how she's able to do that in such in the quick, fly right yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure she learned how to do the translating, interpret interpretation and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's still pretty cool how she's able to kind of
1: because it's a big difference between like a literal translation yeah. and like just taking the words that he's saying and then putting it into a constructive sentence yeah. for like English. But then you're taking like the essence of yeah, what yeah. he is saying. Yeah, and, and
0: like, she's able to interpret what kind of he's trying to mean. Yeah. Rather than just the words that he's saying. Mm-hmm. Anyone can just say, Oh, he's saying this and that but, right, right. but he the nuance of what he wants to like express with the words that he's saying, she does a really good job of doing that. Which is why she gets all that love, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. It's cool, I, it's cool. I it's cool. I think she she's really also good. a filmmaker too. I heard I think I heard that too. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like yeah. <laughs> <If> she just... <laughs> wants to be a director or something. Or mm-hmm. she is one maybe, I don't know. <clears throat>
1: Be like a filmmaker, like, yeah, I translate for just the biggest guy in South I, Korea. I mean, I th-
0: I'm pretty sure she like under his, you know, mentorship. yeah, sure, yeah,
1: it's just cool, it's fascinating, it's pretty cool. Yeah, anywho, back to the subject at hand.
0: <laughs> now, a little tangent about the Oscars,
1: the man of the hour. Well, this was a good pick to start the podcast yeah. <laughs> seriously
0: We already knew he was gonna win. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do you think we picked him <laughs> for three weeks straight, you know, going through every, every film? I should have put
1: money on this.
0: <laughs> I had a strange feeling, though, because Parasite has been just on the screen yeah. for so long. I don't even know if, like, American movies were on, like...
1: That's honestly a good point. Definitely no, like... Definitely no independent
0: feature yeah, in, as in the- I haven't seen any film in theaters this long.
1: Yeah, usually... They run for like two months, two months, three months three max, max. If, but like this has been out since those like summer. O- o- was it summer? Maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah I think summer, or like around October. Mm. At least for New York, is around like October. Right, right. But that's a long time. Like it's still
1: out, still out. Like like C- in
0: in New York, at least in the film, um, the in some art
1: house films and things like that. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: still out. It's just like I
1: mean. Even in Victor's, because AMC was doing yeah, a Victor. rerun for all the nominations, so yeah. technically yeah. it was rerunning there as well. I just mean, craziness. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm, I haven't seen the film run this long before. It's just weird.
1: Neon is banking
0: right now. <laughs> Maybe it's just like a fad thing, like Asian films. I oh, it's so cool, dude. There's just, you know, Some people. But it, kinda, the thing is, though, it's
1: just this movie. Yeah, it is. That's the thing. So c- you can't. I mean, could you really say it's a fad? No,
0: you can't. right. But I mean, I mean, I'm saying like this film is particularly sure. But it's kind of like other films long time ago too. I'm, I'm sure like Home Alone or something like that. Mm. They've had a really long run too, Really? in theaters. Yeah, I, I heard. I was watching a documentary about um ah. the movies that made us. It's on Netflix actually. And I think I've heard that on there. Yeah. Actually. And they're talking about how, like, it ran for, like, a long time after Christmas and everything. And just kind of that kind of... But you don't see that much anymore, right? Never. <laughs> Especially because of the advent of, like, Netflix and all that, where you just kind of bring it into the home theater instead of, you know, having these long runs in the theater. Right. So it changed a lot. But to have, the, like, a film like this just Particularly. Run, yeah. yeah. It's, that's pretty impressive. It's unheard of. Yeah. yeah.
1: Something about that movie that captivates people yeah. like critics and just mm-hmm. everybody yeah just at, people in general yeah it's a weird a weird case it's cool it's, it's cool it's, really <laughs> it's a cool, cool thing and... it's oh, hopefully it opens up a lot of gates i mean yeah and i it's yeah. the first of its kind so it's definitely a door opener and just
0: how a film can kind of really resonate with people mm-hmm. like just seeing that like just non Asian people too. <laughs> like it's really cool. People do know
1: do know good story. Besides
0: yeah, like, huh? I think I mean there's hope for us. Yeah, yet. I mean I think story is just really universal. You know what I mean? Right. So
1: So Snowpiercer. Uh I'll just start with facts that really nobody ever cares about. <laughs> <laughs> is the first segment of our podcast. Uh came out in two thousand three. This is two thousand three, really? Oh, 13. I was about
0: to say, Wait a minute. That's 2003. A, that's impressive CGI yeah, for man. 2003.
1: Good <laughs> How old is he? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know he never dies, man? He survived <laughs> in ice for like 50 years. Oh, yeah. He's totally fine. Uh-huh. Uh This is Bong's fifth film. Mm. Fifth feature. Um, after what? After Mother,
0: actually. After Mother? Yeah, After Mother.
1: And uh, this is his first international film or his first movie that was shot in english mm. so what is it, like 80 percent of it was filmed in english yeah and pretty much like all of it yeah i mean pretty, it's pretty much the it's whole thing. like
0: an american film it's basically yeah just with some korean actors who see two. korean <laughs> yeah he's just two yep
1: and his favorite yeah, his favorite his, uh, his actor guy, his favorite
0: actor yep i was like man
1: he wasn't. He wasn't the guy that played an old boy, but he looked so similar to him.
0: Maybe the hairstyle. It was the and hairstyle, the, and like and the, the beard. And or the, whatever. Yeah,
1: that's your version of like. That's his version. Bum. That's of- <laughs> 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 South Korean versions
0: of bum bummy. Mm. <laughs> Just give a similar hairstyle and, and similar beard, and every and Korean a, a person will love like- Similar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so messed up. <laughs> look in the streets. Oh. <laughs> Can just like hire somebody to play a role, I'm pretty sure I
0: can look like that too. <laughs> <laughs> if I just have the right hair,
1: we're gonna give you a monthly <laughs> a mustache, you'd be the face of the new social media page. Um, so yeah, why don't you give us a rundown of what we kind of watched about that movie? Snow Piercer, yeah.
0: Um, you- so it's basic premise of it, right, is the world is uh i think it's because of the uh global warming Mm.
1: it said Mm. it was like cw7 yeah something yeah Yeah. what they did was because
0: of global warming and the the world was heating up they decided to bomb the uh earth with these uh yeah with this cold uh i don't know cold nukes (laughs) yeah like nukes that like produce like cold and what they did Mm -hmm. they overcompensated, and it just kind of Froze the whole world. Gotcha. I think that's the basic premise that starts in the beginning with the little. You see those things flying in the sky. Yeah, yeah. And then so that happened, but then there's this guy named Wilford who, before then, he was kind of crazy about trains and mm-hmm. locomotive, and he had this uh, locomotive industry. So he made this crazy uh, train track that just goes through the whole world, and every year. It cycles the world once. And so that's what he made. And and it just happens that uh, it can provide everything that a world can pretty much provide where it has all the food and all the sustainability, mm-hmm. self-sustainability within the train.
1: Well, he didn't say that he actually made, like, that ecosystem because he knew the effects of CWs. Like, he knew the effects of the bomb.
0: Possibly, possibly.
1: <clears throat> well, he, like, I mean, he had the industry, the train industry, yeah. beforehand. Yeah. But he specifically made these
0: tracks for when, Im- yeah. For that in mind. Right, Maybe, right, right. Yeah. I I don't really remember the specifics of it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's basically the premise of, of the film. And so it's about these people who are in this train. But the interesting is, thing is that in this train there are different carts and depending on where you are in the cart whether you're in the front or the back of the cart it just it's mm. kind of a metaphor for class again or a metaphor for yeah. um like you know people who are well off who live in the front of the car and right. people who are kind of the poor and the downtrodden and the weak who live in the uh mm. very back of the car And so it's about kind of how these people who are in the back of the car kind of decide to revolt and and kind of uh, go to the front. Right?
1: (laughs) So it was like, um, yeah, there was like a select few of chosen people to board the train. Right, and then the people that were all the way in the back at the tail end were actually just
0: freeloaders. Freeloaders, basically, so basically just common yeah. people that basically ran the ran rich in. people who were able to pay first class got uh, got to go in the front, and you know, it's it's just kind of like planes, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, economy class go in the middle. Yeah. And
1: actually, that same exact um, <clears throat> allegory was mentioned, was yep. quoted in the movie. Yep. Yeah, yep. Just like business class, and then economy, economy, and
0: then just freeloaders, which is just. Good old Told the Swinton. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's the basic premise of the of the movie, mm. starring Captain America. Yeah, starring Captain America, and he's uh, hunting down the shield. Who's the other guy? I've seen him a lot. Really, I have not. Edgar. Um. Um. His
1: name, yeah, Edgar. But where was he from? Because uh, he looked vaguely familiar, but I
0: don't. This is one one show. I think mm. I've seen him so many times in.
1: I have Google on alert, guys. Yeah, hang tight.
0: Oh, I I know from Turn Turn. Um, it's a uh, period piece of the Jade revolution. Off. Um, the Revolutionary War, American Revolution.
1: I've never heard of it.
0: It's on Netflix, I think. Really, it's actually pretty good. I really enjoyed it. It's about um, spies in the uh, Revolutionary War. So he kind of works as a uh, British uh, counter spy. And then he sends oh. information to uh, George Washington.
1: He was a guy in a uh, jumper too. The other guy who could jump, right?
0: Um Maybe that's. I don't our... remember jumper. I watched it, but I don't yeah. remember exactly what happened. Yeah, I, I really liked him. In turn, he's got some interesting roles on here. I don't know. But yeah, back to Snowpiercer. Back to Snowpiercer. <laughs> as we keep digressing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah, they uh, they go to revolt on to the uh, front of the train. It's something that you kind of in the middle of the story. That's something that you find out that, um, the main character, um, Chris Evans, Curtis, yes, Curtis, that he's been planning for some time.
0: Yes. He's been planning. For and, this revolt.
1: Mm-hmm, and everybody basically sees him as the leader. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I don't really kind of see that as myself, yeah. but they have like the elderly as that basically play like the elders kind of role. Yeah. Who the, I guess the old guy that, um, mm. Does it have the arm, the limbs? He's sort of the leader Gillian. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Gillian, yeah, he, he's like the old leader, but he's like,
0: "You're gonna be the new leader." Goodness. Everyone thinks you're the leader. <laughs>
1: he's like, "No, I just blah, 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 try yeah. to, I just want to get to the front." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, "What are you gonna do there when you get there?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, they, they make their way and um, they have to fight through what well, we. Um, Tilda Swinton's character was um, Mason. Mason. Mason uh, comes in. She's like the... I have the word interpreter in my mind, but that's the wrong...
0: She's kind of like the... Uh, the secretary, I guess the conductor you could say. of the yeah, train, yeah, kind, the kind conduct- of. Yeah. Know, like, she kind of manages everything that's going on within the different carts mm. and, and kind of maintains balance and order.
1: In a very great way. Mm. <laughs> so they pretty much house um the people at the tail end as like she describes like for like the grace of wilford Mm. sort of thing um i mean they feed them like their protein bars quote unquote which (laughs) turns out (laughs) protein blocks yeah so dystopian like (laughs) (laughs) Which, which, when they make their way up to the uh, the food area, the mess hall, they figure out it's, it's just, like, bugs from the yeah, outside and being crushed up, cockroaches, out, cockroaches and and things like that.
0: Just whatever bugs they can find, Huge. and you just crush it and <laughs> turn it into these... This is what we've been eating. Yeah. But imagine, though, when yeah. you found out. I would go ballistic, dude. <laughs> It'd be crazy. Yeah. Well,
1: it's, like, in, the, in comparison to, like, what they were eating each other, as you come to find out yeah. near the end when they first boarded. Mm. Uh, better
0: ref- than that, I guess. <clears throat> I guess. I guess. But
1: they're both terrible, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's no good thing. <laughs> yeah. So, they board... So, he wants to board it in mind to get rid of, um... Pretty much the higher power. Like, just Wolford's, yeah. um, um... Power. It's kind
0: of a very cliche kind of, uh... Trope of... Yeah. Beat the system kind of thing, mm-hmm. where... It's this internal system of mm. you know, in a very literal, yeah, in a very, very literal a very kind very of literal way, some, mm. and I think it really works um, just because it's like a sci-fi kind of place, and sure. and the metaphor of the train and the world as the world, and mm. that just all kind of gels with the whole kind of you know, <laughs> it <felt>, portrayed <laughs> it perfectly. I feel like
1: I felt like when I watched it, <laughs> I was like, okay, so this was uh, Bong Jun Ho's first attempt. <laughs> mm. Classism Kind of, uh, of a message and theme And he didn't really hit it too well So he comes back a few years later and does Parasite I mean I think I think <laughs>
0: it, I think Certain parts of classism Kind of seeps into every one of his films A little bit right. In a certain kind of sense But this one's a lot more overt For sure Interpretation of that Yeah what what did you think about it? Did you enjoy the film?
1: So I was uh, kind of borderline how I felt with it. Felt like it was a bit compromising and a little Hollywoody, mainly because I think at times it felt it seeped too much into the plot and the action, and gave up. I guess like the story or like really its characters uh, most of the time. So it wasn't. I guess watching everything else we watched from Bong Joon-ho, it was like, dude, you could do so much better than this, you know? Yeah. So in a way that it, 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 it was more, I guess, insinuated in pop culture and, like, mm. the more of the sci-fi feel rather yeah. than really being good storytelling, yeah. per
0: se. Yeah, I feel like this one had the least amount of his imprint on it mm-hmm. in a certain sense. And I think, like you said, you said... He compromised, I think, in a certain sense. It's his first class with really working with this American kind of system, I think.
1: Well, it was... Um, so he co-produced it. Well, he produced it with the Weinstein Company. Yeah. Too. So yeah. we know how much we love those guys. <laughs> <laughs> but um, And I think there was a lot of back and forth, I believe, as well. Yeah. Um, I have a little trivia. Since we're on a topic and mm-hmm. up. There was actually a shot that he liked. So when they had the... Um, I call him the Axe Gang. Have you seen Kung Fu the Hustle? Axe gang? yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Kung Fu Hustle? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh look, it's the Axe Gang. <laughs> <laughs> they were just missing the dance. Yeah. And then like the random fish came yeah, out of nowhere. Fish? Yeah. And then they like drew blood into their axes. Mm-hmm. Like I guess it's like a war kind of yeah. tribal theme. That was that was actually something that Bong Joon-ho really liked, like that shot. So he had to kind of fight back and forth. Fight with, for it? Yeah, with um Harvey Weinstein over it. Oh. Um but cuz Harvey Weinstein didn't wasn't a fan of it. He wanted more of the action to take place. Mm-hmm. And he felt that cuz it that was kind of, kind of a long shot. It. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, took away You
0: kind of look at it for a while and you kind of like exactly. why yeah, is this here kind of thing? passes around yeah. like
1: five different members. <laughs> so he was like he wanted more of the action to kind of take place in that sequence. <laughs> so <laughs> Bong Joon-ho lied and said um that he needed that shot Because it reminded him of his father oh, Very wow. family rented That his father was a fisherman
0: <laughs> And he let him put him in
1: And Harvey Weinstein was like sympathized with him He's like I know how much family is important oh, wow. So y'all let him go And then in a later interview uh, about the movie When he was questioned about it he was like what? No my father's not a fisherman <laughs> No fisherman
0: man <laughs> a fisherman. I just wanted aren't them. all fishermen <laughs>
1: Just because we live in a peninsula. <laughs> I just really wanted that shot in my movie. Yeah, dude. So just getting a sense of, like, something like that, you yeah. can imagine how much more little, m- little combats and were going on. How,
0: how much he kind of had to look over his back every single time he wanted to kinda do right, something right. he really wanted to do. Yeah. And for,
1: I can only imagine for someone like Bong Joon-ho, who's so and, meticulous yeah. and so, like, he knows what he wants, and he's just, like, going to get what it. he yeah. get to have somebody over him in a way yeah. and contradicting that it must have been, been pretty tough yeah. and like this is new territory for him i mean this was his first english film yeah so there's yeah. a lot of those kind of little things, things, things to hop over yeah so
0: so it's, it's not as smooth as just being like okay we can just really focus on making the movie mm-hmm. like the story and yeah. th- thinking about character but he had all of these like logistical things that you kind of have to go over before even yeah, yeah get into yeah. the material
1: I think it, it. I think it. It really boils down to seeing more of a movie that was out to please a majority of audiences, yeah. Rather than really be a tasteful film.
0: Well, I, I mean, it is tasteful. I mean, mm. like you said, for the broader audience, I think definitely. Right. I think even the the ratings on um whatever they're okay. Yeah, yeah they're the pretty ratings solid. weren't that bad. I think even audience score was pretty mm. high up.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a generally. Like I think,
0: it, just watching it, just as a person who just goes into the movie theaters to watch something cool or like interesting, this would definitely hit that spot. I think. Yeah. Right.
1: I would agree. Yeah, I would agree.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and it's a
0: pretty interesting kind of topic too. And as sci-fi, I mean, he did the host before, right? Right. Which but I then, haven't seen so but. Yeah, but then this one is a lot more. Uh,
1: more sci-fi i guess <laughs> yeah uh, it's
0: it's more just like within a whole world of sci-fi right right it's right. like the host was kind of like less grounded in the, yeah in the real world and it just happens to be this you know monster <laughs> but, but yeah spoilers
1: <laughs> okay yeah this one yeah this one doesn't feel like it's not necessarily supposed to be grounded in like a reality kind of way yeah. like it, it is just completely enveloped in its sci-fi world yeah. and it's kind of goes all around into that
0: yeah like like the host you can kind of think oh maybe this could happen in our in our world mm-hmm. but this is just like a completely dystopian world where yeah. you're just kind of dropped into
1: um but i found it to be really like i said before really stylized yeah and even though it was sci-fi it felt really dark mm-hmm. as well i guess more in like a a st- not like super steampunky, mm. but a bit of like a steampunk kind of way. But yeah. in like the way that it's a, uh, it's a little darker. Yeah, I don't know. It just it didn't really strike me in the greatest way. No, <laughs> I no. think like just the style of the way, right? I th- it just felt like new uncharted territory I for could, him. I
0: could definitely uh, feel the Hollywood vibe mm. within the film, and I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. <laughs>
1: But even in like the dialogue, yeah, and um, certain scene plays out like it's predictable mm-hmm. in a way, and every and the lines and dialogue falls flat. Yeah, kind of. Especially, in every sense. I I
0: can tell like the dialogue is not really kind of Juno's dialogue. I feel like yeah, like like for the way sure that not. he if if he wrote it, I don't think he would write it exactly to that kind of. um mm-hmm style i don't know i don't know how much he wrote yeah it, i think he him and one other person he wrote it, yeah. it with somebody else but it's just a level of um intimacy i feel like within sure. the, the dialogue that kind of is really um present in other films mm-hmm. where you really like it's just part of the character where like the dialogue flows from the character but these kind of feel like
1: it, yeah. just the like yeah, it just furthers a story or the like just
0: it's, it's like. been given to them so that they can say it kind of feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I guess it's a certain kind of cliche kind of mm. like these moments where it's like these kind of iconic, Oh, in this moment he's supposed to be doing this right. in this moment. He's supposed to be doing this. Like I could feel that very strongly, especially in the moment when um Chris Evans has his monologue at the very end. Oh when man. They're both Sitting down <laughs> and kind of like, He's like talking about his past and yeah. like what happened and like he's the guy who, you know, killed the mother and like almost ate the baby who was Edgar. I kind of I mean, I I like the scene worked, but I I kind of felt like, oh, like this is being played as that moment, you know, and, and that just kind of takes you out a little bit sometimes.
1: Very much that that was when that model came. All I thought was like, oh, yeah it's time for the dramatic model. Yeah, like moment, it felt yeah. like, like like, it was supposed to be there. Like it just, the whole... Like mo- they
0: put it in there because right, right. it is the thing that's supposed to sum up everything that just happened mm-hmm. kind of thing. Or like, you know, you're supposed to have that one kind of deep character yeah. moment
1: in the movie. Yeah, And then and it's like, okay, there moment. was it. yeah. yeah. So it's like everything that I saw in the movie was just very service level. Yeah, Like in a way that's, I mean, knowing story, you know, you have like... The beginning, and then like the conflict, and then like climbing action, and yeah. the climax, and then like the falling action, like resolution. Like it just felt like that bell curve only. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, very. And uh, nothing beyond that. Yeah. So it's like it's it was missing that that definitely missing that nuance that mm. we kind of keep mentioning.
0: Well, well, I think it's because we are so f- familiar with how he does mm. his other characters and other stories that I think I think it's also dependent very much on what the story is right yes. because every other story he did was such, it's more smaller in scale i feel mm-hmm. like where the characters and the people it it was more um like within the small ecosystem For sure. whereas this thing is kind of trying to like make it a metaphor or like a or like a certain kind of like um like what's, what's funny word. it's
1: like cuz it takes place in a small setting like in a train but there's so much of the lore and, like, the yeah, world to expand upon. Yeah, it's supposed to be a
0: certain kind of, like, a parable, like a, yeah, yeah. a, a story about the world kind of thing. Mm. And so in that context, it kind of... It really does feel like that. Yeah, well. yeah. Right? Like, he's really trying to kind of push that kind of thing. In a
1: way, that's like, you know, legends and parables are mm. very basic stories like yeah. that. And then you just, like, they're not really supposed to be... Like deep in its right, like, like it's not really its about own. character, right? Right, right? It's
0: more about this kind of greater story, yeah. yeah and yeah. what you think about the lessons that you kind of learn from that mm-hmm. story, kind of thing, yeah. So I think that's why if you're looking at it from a point of view of like, I really want something to happen <laughs> with these characters, or like really get invested in a character in a sense that like. I feel like I kind of know them. Mm. You don't really get that feeling from this. Right. Even even when Chris, um, Chris Evans talks about the... You know, the in past. his monologue about his past. Like, you can kind of, You understand it. You, you feel for him in a certain sense. And, and it's kind of cool because you're like, oh, wow, that happened. And oh, wow, like, this pretty cool, like, twist, I guess. Mm. But it doesn't feel like I, I'm really connecting with him in a more human <laughs> level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Even to, like... When that monologue happened, we, like, skipped the whole movie, by the way, but, (laughs) like, started and then, like, jumped to the end. Yeah. But, yeah, when he was even doing that monologue, I still didn't even buy into the relationship that they were trying to sell me with uh, With, Curtis and Edgar. Yeah. Because, I mean, for one, it didn't even last that long. Oh, yeah, (laughs) Curtis and Edgar, yeah. Like, Edgar was gone by the first act, like, pretty much by the turn of the second act. Yeah and then loop around to the very end and he explains like, you know, that there was some close relationship with uh, Edgar and Curtis and Edgar yeah. looks up to Curtis um, pretty blatantly, but it, but you just never attach to them. I and mean, it's never like, it's never really deep yeah, in any sort of way. Well, there's
0: no, no real moments where you really, you're yeah. really like, Oh wow. These guys, or you see of- them
1: connect at all. Yeah. Really? Like there's I don't, they don't really have, like, I mean, an they alone talk time. with each other. And, right, like, they, right. And, uh, and you Follow can kind of see that
0: Edgar, like, looks up to him mm-hmm. in a certain, certain sense. But, like, there's no real, like, connection where, like, you're like, oh, wow, this guy really cares for him. Yeah. Man.
1: There's no, like, real relationship, yeah. I guess.
0: It, it's not
1: long enough for you right. to kind of really <laughs> for, kind of exactly. feel that, yeah. And then, but then it tries to kind of sell you on it at <laughs> yeah. the end. Yeah. And it just kind of drops the ball because... Mm-hmm you never really felt that from the start. Mm. So you're like, yeah. oh, so they, that happened.
0: <laughs> also, like, uh, the uh, drug addict guy, the security expert. Mm. What was his name again? Um, uh, it's like Nam or something. Min-su. Yeah. yeah, Minsu. Yeah, Minsu, yeah, that's his name.
1: I forgot the, what was uh, his daughter's name?
0: Yoni or Yona? Yeah, something like yeah. that.
1: I know it started with a Y. Yeah.
0: But uh, even, even like, at, when he's doing the monologue and he's talking to him, mm like that conversation between them it kind of felt kind of weird and i know it's like because of the maybe the translation part too that kind of uh, kills the kind of uh intimacy mm-hmm. there because like there's all just a barrier if they can't yeah. talk in the same language right yeah, yeah. there's just a barrier right there and like they're just kind of going go back and forth and there's a a sense of like detachment i feel like there mm. and and i felt like you know, um, Song Kang-ho, the um, other actor, Hmm. it was his weakest performance just because, like, I feel like, I felt like he's so small in this, in this role. Very. Right? Like, like,
1: he was literally there to have one purpose only and then by the very end we gave him a little more and then he dies. (laughs) Right.
0: Like, like, his character just in itself just felt very small but like, you know like how he he can act and he can really do some great things and I just felt yeah. like like he could have kind of brought more but I think it was kind of pushed down in a certain sense. Yeah.
1: There was potential for more. I mean cuz it's like why was Yoni what was her name? Yon, Yona? I Yona? Think? Yeah. Um it's going to bother me. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And I'm going to say three different names every time I bring her up.
0: <laughs> yoni yona yona
1: yonju whatever. <laughs> like just random yona. stuff yona yona, yona. Yeah. yeah ah one of the two but yeah oh. but it's like what was the purpose of yona being there yeah right? and,
0: the, and the clairvoyant thing yeah kind yeah, of yeah. like it's just thrown out it's a the r- window kind of
1: <laughs> just randomness but yeah like because they have that dynamic that they're father and daughter and then he You know he's not going to take on the mission unless that she's there. So there's there's so much there's so much room for character. Like the Warren thing kind
0: of bothers me because it Mm -hmm. just feels like it was there so that the end reveal can just be can just happen. You know what I mean? It's just trying to set up the end reveal where where she reveals like the kids underground who is working on the on the engine. mm -hmm.
1: Right. Where did she get a hint of that from the start though? cuz she mm. kind of gets a sense of it before she knows what's behind mm. the door per se. Yeah, yeah, she's she's been doing that, right? Like so, so know, I I think I lost where she got that first sense before she so knew that they the were at the table. The first
0: time is is she says like there's a, a man running behind the window uh behind the door. Yeah. And then they open the door and, and they they see that yeah, the guy that's, that mm. guy who's cooking all the protein blocks, right? Yeah. He's running. The second time is when they're at the uh, place where, with the fish and the the axe people, mm, and axe she's thing. like, "Don't open it!" And then they open it, right? Yeah, that's the second time. And then and then after that, you know, it's just kind of whatever. And then at the end, like she finds
1: well, she she knows about the um, the other security guard. Yeah, that you thought was dead in the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the other time.
0: But but, but like that was a weird thing too. That like, was a weird thing was, too. Was, like she had some weird connection with that guy. Yeah,
1: I guess she. Well, I'm pretty sure it's just the fact that she foresaw that he wasn't actually gonna die. Yeah, but
0: because it's he just came kind back, of,
1: but it didn't really play. Like, like, he didn't like have I any just big don't role.
0: understand why that was in there, mm-hmm. except for the mechanic of revealing the kid at the end in the engine. Mm. Right, because no one would ever figure out that unless yeah. she's the one who just kind of goes there and just opens
1: the thing. But that's what I'm saying. It's like,
0: but we didn't have that
1: um, premonition with her before she knew that the kids were in there. Like no. we, she, she just ended up in the room and then and she, she just was immediately. Yeah. So I'm just like, what? That's so weird. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So this is like we, we got, we knew her power, and we like, but what? We knew what she was going to predict before yeah. before it happened. But that didn't happen with the kids. It's just like she already met like yeah. Dude. So I'm just
0: saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's just a mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's just a mechanic to f- further move the story along, and I just don't really like that because it just that's feels it feels <laughs> it feels cheap. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It just kind of feels like oh, she has some weird power. Like why? <laughs> like no one else has some kind of like weird ability like that. You know what I mean? It's just very. He feels grounded, and then she just kind of. She's the only one that kind of has this weird thing. Right, right. It's just kind of like
1: a. Yeah, it's not like you don't elaborate on it ever. You don't Mm -hmm. really
0: like show us why she is different from other people. She just acts different, and you're just like, okay.
1: And it's not like it's not a new thing either, right? Because Chris Evans is the one. Curtis is the one that knew about it beforehand. He's like, "You're Clairvoyant," so it's like it's already a world thing, you know. Mm. So he knew what she had
0: made are you clairvoyant he asked him he he asked asked her that
1: so it's like it's a it's a trait in the movie already yeah that no one else has it's never never
0: like elaborated upon so you just kind of feel like it's Mm. like as from a story standpoint you just kind of realize okay it's just for you know the plot the (laughs) twist at the end right right actually
1: if i i just remembered so i think bong Jun ho stated um that the reason why she has that so because she's a she's a trained baby because mm. she was born onto yeah. the train and was razor they're saying that that train babies are born with a heightened sense
0: of what the train is
1: or just senses so like oh. kind of hearing and then sight oh. maybe because they're like in that closed space and the environment that they grew up so mm. the of Wayne is just that just sense higher of, sense so she yeah, can hear right.
0: like the baby underground or whatever. right
1: right right so i guess it's just okay she kind of is more aware of her surroundings oh. i think that was the selling point but I mean, again the movie itself doesn't really take it but thing. like yeah it never it's, elaborates it. on that so
0: you just you're just kind of like oh <laughs> she finds the babies <laughs> okay so she's the one that like you know tells you about things before it happens, <laughs> but doesn't really have a... I'll buy it. <laughs> like, I can buy it if you tell me the backstory, but it's not really... Sure. Like, but it doesn't do that. It doesn't help the story. It doesn't make it feel... Like, you know, we talked about inevitability in, in mm-hmm. films, like all, all the past films that we talked yeah. about. And it felt like the story was leading to that moment or to that point. Mm-hmm. But this one, it kind of felt like it was really manufactured that way. Right. not it's not like because of the story in itself of itself that it's going there but it kind of feels like okay i need this to happen so let's figure out a way to do this like really kind of like but it 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 didn't cover its tracks really well it's what i'm trying to say yeah, kind of, yeah yeah yeah
1: it's like well we know where we're gonna start and then we know where we're gonna end and then how do we get there oh let's just put in that power and then, yeah mm-hmm. that that kind of Seems an easy solution. Kind of. Yeah. Right. It
0: kind of felt cheap, like I said. Yeah. It just kind of felt cheap.
1: You just come up with answers and then... I'm not saying that, it, it. you know,
0: I'm not saying that you can't do it that way, but I just feel like...
1: You got to back it up.
0: Yeah. Really. I just felt like it was the easiest route and <laughs> and no one really feels kind of satisfied by that, mm-hmm. at least for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of, uh, there were a lot of crazy things that were not, I mean, when they had the shootout. Like across the, tra- yeah, the like, train, Why was
0: that even there? To be honest, <laughs> like, why would you even want to shoot out the window?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, like we we asking know- <laughs> for like bad, bad things to happen for the train. <laughs> you already told us what happens outside. Yeah, like, the guy loses his arm when yeah. they stick it out there, and then you want to <laughs> you shoot, shoot through the shoot train through the
0: window? Come on, man! And like you said that this this train is like impervious to everything, and the window can just break with like by shooting it. <laughs> with bullets like it's kind of uh not the safest train <laughs> you want to be on man
1: like are you that desperate to kill each other like if, you're going to I don't know everybody? how
0: cold it needs to be for like um glass to shatter but mm. if it's that cold wouldn't the glass shatter pretty easily I don't know I don't but know. I, I mean, don't know the science behind it but I don't I'm just, have answers I'm just, to like, anything. like it has these loops where you go, make, it makes you go down these like rabbit holes where you're it's not even like, little; they're
1: huge, bro. They're huge. They're <laughs> planet sized and you just kind holes.
0: of you. Don't, you start forgetting about what the story was about, and you just kind of get anno- annoyed by all these little things that, like, why is this happening?
1: <laughs> the movie felt like a game; like they just went through each stage, and it just get like it just got weirder. Yeah and weirder I mean, and then I the like those moments bigger. to be
0: honest like I like the fact that like every time you go to a different cart yeah you kind of don't know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. and like there's always these new things that they're they have to encounter
1: they all felt like really good um world building mm-hmm. opportunities yeah um for obvious reasons and in a way it did that okay yeah but I think for what took it out for me is because I kind of do like the that weirdness and like yeah. the more sort of odd it gets the yeah. further they go down because
0: yeah i like that quirkiness mm-hmm. of it
1: because in a way it sells to the world right because mm-hmm. it's like you see more of the first class and you get yeah. a sense of like what those people are like yeah and it's going to be obviously different from the people in the tail of the train yeah but i think what took it out for me was just all the holes that kept accumulating mm-hmm. throughout yeah. the way that was just like come on yeah like i thought the the classroom when they went into the class, yeah. the classroom scene was pretty cool, and it was like, oh, it's like selling propaganda basically, yeah. but it, it may kind it may, it makes sense, it makes and sense. It, it kind of brings you in, Yeah. and then it's like <laughs> New Year's eggs, and then mass murder shootout, yeah, it's like oh my god, like
0: it just it's it, like the order of the the carts, yeah, just kind of. You kind of start to wonder why you would plan it in such a way. Like that's not the very that's not the best design. <laughs> if I were to like create a cart where hmm. people would live and like you have to sustain it, yeah. that's not the order of the carts that I would create it in. You know, I mean? that's very inefficient and that's really weird.
1: Such a I don't know. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, that whole ecosystem is probably not even possible. Well, <laughs> so no, it's obviously like, not. It's but just, it's, it's just it's the no right way to. It's
0: just the movie, obviously. Mm. But it's just like, I feel like the story, if it's not drawing you enough, you start like looking at other stuff and like, yeah, you start questioning everything Yeah, and you're out. You start questioning that. things. And if you start questioning things, <laughs> you start finding things you don't like about it.
2: So what did the prophetic Mr. Wilford invent to protect the chosen from that calamity? Yes, Rumble, rumble, rattle, rattle It will never die What happens if the engine stops? We, we all, freeze all freeze and die But will it stop, oh, will it stop? No, no Can you tell us why? The engine is
1: So how did you kind of go in looking at this? So this wasn't your first time watching it, right? No, no, no. So how did you generally your first time? This was my first time going into it. So I found it more pleasing of kind of we said before is watching it as a parable, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's what which in a sense is you just can't take everything
0: to literally to,
1: or like you just have to take it for what it is.
0: Yeah. Like, like then, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you can't. Think of it as this thing where it's like... You can't expect more than anything
1: that would it, what it's going to give you Yeah, in that Or way. like,
0: you can't expect our world, like, right. logic mm. to, like, <laughs> apply to every single thing that's going on in the film. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So how do you kind of jump into this movie?
0: Yeah, I mean, the first uh, first time I watched it, I, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. And even when I watched it now, recently, I mm. still enjoyed it, but... I just started to look at more of it in a kind of objective way in a certain <laughs> sense and kind of really thinking about how the story kind of progressed and like where the story was going. And mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I really, even watching it the second time, I really liked the uh, ending where mm-hmm. kind of he's revealing all these things and kind of showing him that this is the way of life. And that even you right. doing the revolt and the revolution was all planned. Yeah. Like it's not you trying to do something and like, you know, figuring out this new thing. Mm-hmm. It was all part of the plan. <laughs> and I think that kind of thing was really kind of cool to kind of see right, right. kind of like unfold within the story. And I think it it when when you watch it for the first time, when you like experience that That moment, I feel like you're like, oh dang! (laughs) You kind of feel betrayed because of Gilliam and like, and all that, and you're like, what is going on, man? (laughs) I didn't really expect that this is going to end this way, but it was a really kind of cool way to kind of wrap that up, Mm -hmm. and I really enjoy how he was able to do that. But then just
1: yeah, it was it was definitely, I think it was a reasonable twist Mm -hmm. that felt right yeah and i mean didn't have some of our expectations or anything yeah. for the sake of that yeah. but but felt like it was like possible bo- yeah, and yeah
0: it was con- going to happen kind of like
1: that. And i think what's part of that was a, the long like basically monologue and mm-hmm. like the conversation that wilford has yeah. with him when they kind of sit down yeah. he just goes on and on about sort of I created this for the ecosystem and everything yeah. has its rightful place and she and everybody and, and yeah. uh
0: Mason all um touches upon that when they're eating sushi and she's like talking yeah. about the balance mm-hmm, of was mm. a you know yeah. the fish aquarium thing
1: so it's like all those elements and things yeah. were there and it's like okay th- that kind of leads up to it and
0: all the payoffs you know all the the hooks that they kind of spread yeah. out in the beginning mm-hmm. they all paid off at the end yeah yeah or yeah. like the kid gets taken away the kids right you're right like, you don't think about them ever until the end right yeah because like she you know she comes with the measuring stick or the measuring tape yeah <laughs> she's measuring something. them and you're yeah. like this makes okay, no sense <laughs> but then and he needs kids for some reason yeah but like you never really see them ever again they kind of t- talk about it again in the middle when they're with the kids mm-hmm. the, the classroom I like kind of is telling you oh don't forget these kids don't forget <laughs> these kids and then at the end, you know, it, it's a nice payoff. Yeah. You're like, oh, dang.
1: Like, ah, that makes a lot of sense. That yeah. sucks, but yeah.
0: Also, the part about, you know, like, the hand, the arm, like, giving up your arm. Like, William <sighs> gave up his arm for the people, right?
1: What was up with that? Because I didn't, I still don't really <laughs> get it. Like, the whole arm movement that they were doing, like, everybody has its place, and then they, like...
0: Oh, no, no. So, like, in the beginning, right. Mason, she does that motion. Where she's yeah doing like everybody has a rightful place yeah, and then they and do that and this is like um showing you those little kids have yeah, their rightful the place which is this the doing the job yeah. but not that part i was talking about um when Gilliam talks uh oh, when Gilliam. well oh, when um, gotcha, gotcha. when chris evans is talking about yeah. his past and and saying how Gilliam gave up his arm mm-hmm. to save edgar yeah, pretty yeah. much like he gave it up to his arm the cannibalism so that you can to eat everybody. my arm instead yeah. of eating the child mm-hmm. And then later on at the very end, you know how he saves the kid mm-hmm. by, you know, giving up his arm, sacrificing his arm God. for the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's a nice like wrap up to kind of full circle. How he's able to, yeah, full circle he's able to mm-hmm. sacrifice finally when he wasn't able to before.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a, a good payoff even when in the monologue or stepping back when Gillian and Curtis were having that final conversation yeah. before you went on the head. Yeah. And he kind of brought up that scar, yeah. sort of thing, and he's like, you know, it's better to hold a woman with two, with two both arms. arms. Yeah. And then he goes back and he t- recaps what happens, and he's like, he tried to cut off his arm, and like that's why he has the scar on his yeah. arm for. But he couldn't do it uh, mm-hmm. for attempting, but he couldn't do it. But and then it goes to eventually he sacri- makes that sacrifice yeah. for the kid.
0: It's so, a nice payoff.
1: Mm, did you think that he was going to buy into Wilford if it wasn't for that last reveal?
0: Maybe. I mean, I think that's where the movie was kind of trying to tell, <laughs> right. you, to tell you it's going to happen because you can kind of see in his face. He's like, oh, dang, maybe he is right. like mm-hmm. And it's interesting because Gilliam is like, was it Gilliam? I think it was Gilliam yeah. where, he, where he says, like, don't listen to Wilford. Just cut off his tongue or something like that. I don't remember that line. There, there's Sorry. a line like that. And mm-hmm. I, I forget if it was Gilliam or not. I think it was Gilliam. Okay. But that's what he says, like. Don't listen to what he says, just cut off his tongue mm-hmm. and it's kind of yeah. like you know he's gonna tell you all these things, which sounds kind of really logical and kind of <laughs> makes sense, and like, oh wow, maybe this is the way it's supposed to happen yeah and and then you feel even more that way because you realize everything was planned, and mm-hmm. like even him like even coming Gillian, through all yeah. of these things, Gilliam, like you feel betrayed and you kind of realize that, wow, like I'm just part of this thing that I didn't even know was part of it yeah, you know existed yeah like
1: that there was a whole system and so everything.
0: you kind of feel even more like maybe I'm really stuck mm-hmm. and maybe I am destined to just be this way mm-hmm. kind of thing, yeah,
1: do you think that you got that to of pay off with um uh Nem-Gun?
0: oh, see that's why I'm that's why I, I kind of feel like. He was kind of uh, pushed to the side. Sure. Like I feel like he could have been elaborated on a little mm. more or like fleshed out a little bit more.
1: For something that was literally the true <clears throat> payoff of the movie, like the the true conclusion. Yeah. We didn't really get enough of that backstory or enough yeah. of how important that role yeah. was.
0: It was kind of cool how they hugged and like protected mm. the two girl uh, the two ch- children. Yeah.
1: I was wondering for like a couple minutes, how did they survive? Mm. And then I was like, Oh, they hugged him. So. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I was like, so everybody died?
0: Mm. What? Yeah, right.
1: Actually when they, they had the avalanche and like the whole carts fell apart, I was like, That's millions of people that uh, like, I was like, yep. you're done, you're done, yep. you're done. Yep.
0: <laughs> it was like Well it's it's an apt metaphor of how, you know, you need, you must destroy kind of like mm. or like, you know, the destruction of this kind of um created thing. Mm-hmm or or this kind of prison i guess that yeah. everyone is living in there and kind of starting a new kind mm. of thing but
1: but in the end they could have they could have definitely done more i mean cuz even between they didn't even explain that the seven survivors or not the seven survivors but the seven seven
0: uh, revolt the seven people, revolt seven yeah.
1: people revolt that the leader was his wife
0: Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, she like he talks about like look at them, like mm-hmm. watch what happened to them, yeah, and like
1: he's like the lead, the woman, the leader in the front was a woman.
0: Didn't he just say like she was some woman who worked uh, who worked in the front yeah. cart, mm-hmm. and she was like an Inuit or something?
1: Yeah, she was like uh, she was an Eskimo. Yeah, and she like knew all about the snow. Did and, she like, she was his wife. I think that. And further explains that oh, that was really? his wife. I think that Bong says that that was his oh. wife. But that's something that I
0: got a sense of when he was explaining mm-hmm. Yeah, it. I, could, <laughs> I, I kind of could tell maybe yeah. kind of because he was like talking about it more specifically. Mm-hmm. So maybe there was something going on yeah, there. Yeah. But he never really explicitly said that. So I was just Not like, okay, <laughs> maybe he just kind of knows people.
1: <laughs> I kind of want to go back and see when he's like, um, when the murder was happened. First of all the axe scene. Yeah. Like, that whole thing, that whole sequence was just crazy. It
0: really threw me off. It did. Like, I think the first time I watched it, I didn't really care about it as much. I was just like, okay, I guess (laughs) this is what it is. Sure. Because I'm just watching the film. I don't have any input, really. I'm just kind of absorbing it. Mm -hmm. Second time I watched it, it was glaringly, like, just like, (laughs) what is going on? (laughs) Right?
1: It wasn't even, like, a tone, like, shift. It was just, it was just an obscure curveball. It was so like, out of it was place. Just
0: like, what axe people <laughs> with like blind, like they're not even blindfold. They're like covering their faces with like like fish masks, yeah. like
1: like kind of thing, like fish market masks. Yeah,
0: and then or like beanies, like it yeah, almost yeah. looks like beanies. Okay, I mean, I guess
1: it made sense in a way that okay, obviously okay, because <sighs> so they had the guards first, the two the two guards that had the guns with no bullets, yep. right? So it's like. They have no bullets and everybody revolts. So it's like the guns are there for show. Yeah. And then it comes in the Axe gang. And I was like, okay, first of all, this feels like a callback to Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> I'm like, look at the Axe gang. And then they're like showing like tribe warriorness through putting blood into their axes. Yeah. And I'm like, but in a way, I guess it makes sense since guns are useless in this world. And yeah. then they go on. But and like, be like,
0: why are there so many of them in just that one card? Like, what is that yeah, card's yeah. purpose? just weird.
1: Well, that was just um represent the cart was just the bridge. So it was just the
0: bridge. But like why are they there and like what is, what is their what's their purpose yeah. on the on the that train never, is what I'm trying that to say.
1: Yeah, that never really makes sense. The only thing I can think of off the top of my head is that because after the bridge was the aquarium. Yeah. So yeah, in what I that thought sense. was
0: like I thought there were maybe like butchers or something. Yeah. Like the There's ones too who, many of them to be like. so many. Of them. I'm like.
1: <laughs> they took everybody from all the other carts and was like, "You're part of the fish crew now, bro."
0: Like, are they butchers? Are they the ones who like you know manage like like <laughs> the farm or something? Like they're just like they I'm gonna the kill you with axes. So I was just really confused.
1: But really, guy, yeah, was like the Happy New Year thing. Yeah. When- Happy, <laughs> in the, yeah. the middle of the fight, like yeah. half of the tr- like half of the population in the back dies, and then everybody stops what they're doing, and yeah. it's like three,
2: two, one, Happy New Year! <laughs>
0: I mean, like the sequence what? in itself is pretty cool, but like it just
1: takes you out like, so hard. Everything from A to B. I mean, there was so much slow motion of yeah. when Chris was fighting, it was. and it was like. Why are we watching this? And then the Happy New Year. But it was like the Happy New Year scene cut me out. And then they were watching. Like, I guess it was like. So I knew that they were crossing a certain part of the tracks when it became yeah. New Year. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, we got the shot outside the window. And yeah. it was like the bridge that collapsed.
0: Yeah. And they keep going through the, the pile of, like, frozen snow or yeah. whatever.
1: But, like, well, what? Yeah. Like, what? Why? <laughs> like, didn't make sense. And then. Because I thought it was, like, I thought that we saw the um, the gap in the bridge and that they were just going to, like, accelerate and jump and that they were celebrating Happy New Year as, like, mm. once a year they risk their lives <laughs> in this train kind of thing. You know, like, if they yeah. don't make this jump, everybody is dead. Yeah. But it was the complete opposite. Instead, they hit. Ice breaks to yeah. slow down and then they yeah. never
0: was it slowing down? I think they it just didn't really slow down, but
1: they were going through it, yeah. But they didn't even cross the jump, no, like they would nothing happen. I don't know, no. it didn't make any sense, it it's made zero sense. Funky things like that, yeah. just things like that. And then, <laughs> and then Goon was like, You guys are so screwed, yeah. And he was like, Why? Because they had the night vision the goggles, night vision goggles. tunnel, oh, and just everything in that sequence was yeah so left field.
0: It was so left field. Like you go through all these cards, they kind of make sense, and you go there and yeah. you're like, what? Axe <laughs> people? Like there's just so many. Like us. I don't know. It, it was just really left field. Yeah. And it, but and then, like
1: by that time, I was I w- I bought into like. Guns don't necessarily exist in this world. Yeah. And then they bring out like Surprise. the higher security guards and they're like, we've got all the bullets in the world. <laughs> Here's eggs. <X. laughs> I did them. I, I was just,
0: I couldn't. And the teacher just like starts shooting people. Yeah. And you're just like, okay. The <laughs> well, kids and she was just, pregnant and you're like, I don't feel bad for her at all. Yeah, like exactly. The class kids, Classroom kids.
1: It, it, yeah, of course, the uh, the homeless people have casualties, but the kids don't have any casualties. Mm. <laughs> Because that would be inhumane, but we killed a pregnant woman, so that was mine too. <laughs>
0: yeah. But sushi. I actually like the sushi scene. Yeah. That that that, that cart. Mm. It was a very like interesting moment of like tranquility. In yeah. Sense. Yeah. Well, you just by. came
1: off like that roller coaster of a scene. Yeah. You're like okay,
0: let's eat some sushi.
1: Yeah, let's eat some sushi. Yeah. Or he was like, don't. You're not gonna eat that. You're gonna eat the protein bar. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's mm. like that felt good as well. Mm. I was like, okay, maybe we're back to good storytelling. And
0: mm-hmm. then <laughs> I actually, I think I liked uh, Tilda Swinton's character the most.
1: Yeah, yeah. In the story, I'm glad that he killed her on that. <laughs> and I was like, yes, like, uh yeah. maybe it's not into expectations too much, you know? Mm. Maybe it's that was a good subversion. That was yeah. like, that was a good subversion.
0: Like I, I Ooh. thought that they were going to uh, um, trade for Tilda Swinton and um, kill him. Because you know later on, Gillian uh, gets kind of a uh, turns into a hostage, right? On the um, back of the train,
1: but not really. He kind of die. He dies right away.
0: Yeah, but like you see it on the screen, right? And right? Then right? Then he's like looking at it, and then and then they right execute after him. that, he kills uh, Tilda mm-hmm. Swinton. So,
1: but he didn't know. He didn't know in that scene what that Gillian was captured.
0: Yeah, he saw it on the on the screen.
1: Oh, yeah, it was. He was looking you. That's, that's why right. he
0: got mad and he just killed uh, Mason. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, told yeah, it was too late. He
1: couldn't make that trade because they killed no, him yeah. first. <laughs> All right, bye, t- by Mason. Yep. Apparently she was called Mason because that character was actually supposed to be a guy. Really? Yeah, I think, I think it was supposed to be a guy.
0: She plays a lot of uh, male characters. <laughs> the ancient one. The, oh, uh, man. Oh, Marvel. man.
1: That lady there. <laughs> She plays like these oddball people yeah. all the time. Yeah, she does. But she does okay. She does, does
0: good. Yeah, it's okay. I like I like her as an actor. I think she's a great actor. Mm. She, <laughs> it's just some of the parts. <laughs> you just kind of wonder. I know.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that. I mean, I kind of knew. I was like, this kind of reminds me of Tilda Swinton when I first saw her. Like with the hair and like yeah. makeup and everything. Like, what a transformation. Mm. I was like, maybe it's not Tilda Swinton though
0: but how can you not tell her <laughs> Exactly,
1: it's I guess like, that's the point right it's yeah. like, she's so out of herself that she's good at it yeah <laughs> I
2: beat you Catherine Bradge you filthy ingrates you people who were I know for the benevolent Wilford would have frozen solid 18 years ago today you people who have suckled the generous titty of Wilford ever since For food, shelter. And now,
1: in front of our hallowed water supply section, no less, you repay his kindness with
2: violent organism.
1: You scum. Precisely 74% of you shall die. So, skipping we've been sitting on the end of the movie the whole time but so you like the ending the very the ending ending though so the fact that she survived yeah so the fact that the daughter uh Yona survives along with the kid yeah I think it was a good payoff
0: well I liked I liked the the train the reveal of the train Uh, stuff more than the ending ending Mm. but I mean I don't think the ending was bad yeah yeah what about you (sighs)
1: I don't know. I think it's just like like everybody died at the end. Like that's when I really knew when they killed Nemgun. Yeah,
0: yeah. that
1: was like it felt like he was supposed to be there at the end for <laughs> for obvious
0: reasons, but wasn't.
1: I don't know. It was just like
0: it's it's funny because uh, even if they escaped the train, yeah, are they really gonna survive there? I don't. Right, you know, right. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that was a question, kids, right? <laughs> right, literally. And the snow still hasn't melted all that much. It's still there. Still present. I see a polar bear. That, that thing can kill you. I know, right? you know Like, that's mean? so safe. Like, the kind of thought that went through my mind was like, oh, what if the seven revolters mm. didn't actually die? They made snowmen? Yeah, like, <laughs> they just made snowmen there to kind of represent who they were. Yeah.
1: But then that's they're a actually
0: genius living, on another level. They're actually living, like, you know, kind of in, mm. you know, because, uh, he kind of insinuated that um, that she knew how to live in the snow, like she right, knew how right. to survive. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like,
1: maybe. maybe. <laughs> I thought that there were survivors that survivors, survivors when he revealed, like every year he watches the the airplane, in the plane, and he was like. The first one starts with the tail and then he kinda of sees more of it going down. So he knows that the snow is melting. Yeah. But my initial thought was like, Are there survivors like on the plane? And they're like No, <laughs> no they're
0: dead. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he can survive a plane crash plane crash. like, well, that. like maybe that they
1: weren't in the plane, but like housing in the plane or I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's why I wanted to go back and see if because You saw the shot, but you didn't know what was there at first, yeah. Until I didn't make make, but sense when I looked, yeah, I looked was. down, I was like, I don't under what, what are we yeah, looking at? What are we <laughs> looking at? <laughs> but it, the movie does a lot of that too, mm-hmm. it just gives you things and then pays it off later, yeah, even if it's not good or mm-hmm. or is good and things like that. So, um, so mm-hmm. yeah, let's go to some uh left field trivia. What do you think?
0: Okay,
1: so, so there was a lot. On this movie <laughs> yeah. things that we didn't really find a lot um so the protein bars were actually made out of uh seaweed tangle sugar and gelatin tangle tangle, tangle i think tangle T A N G what is that i have no idea tangle? yeah i
0: was actually wondering what that was is after it, after the, the cockroach de- stuff, <laughs> I was like,
1: "What is it? What really? are they actually eating?" Kombu is a edible oh, a kelp I believe. Interesting. Kombu is a edible kelp. No,
0: there's vegetables. actually a Korean dish mm. kind of that looks like that. Really. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot more. Uh,
1: looks like black tofu, but more gelatin like tofu, more gelatiny. Mm. and
0: they make it out of acorns. Really. Yeah, smash the. Uh, Acorns.
1: Is it very like?
0: They call it buk.
1: buk. Is it like dull in
0: taste? It, like, it it doesn't have a really strong taste. Hmm. What is it? It's called buk. Buk. Yeah. Let's see what this book looks like. <laughs> oh, it's it's made from grains, beans, or nut starch, sesame, buckwheat, sesame, and acorns, and has a jelly-like consistency. Jelly-like consistency. Yeah. So this is kind of Whoa! you see. It kind of has that like jelly. Flavor. I've had that you before. Did? Yeah, because they serve it as a
1: side dish all the time. Yeah, they like, do. Yeah. yeah, that's what that is.
0: Yeah, so it do- doesn't it kind of look like the protein
1: blocks? A hundred percent. You just make it black, and that's yep. what exactly. Look at that. Yep, it would be exactly that. I was, I thought it was like a a more jelly like tofu this mm. whole time because they don't they soak it in seaweed. I mean, not seaweed, but um, soy sauce.
0: They do, Actually, no. Yeah, that's what that is. But yeah, it reminded me of that.
1: Yeah, it's a, like
0: um like those licorice, like, blocks. Mm, but that would be too hard. I think. Yeah. Licorice would be a little too. Yeah, I'm not a
1: big fan of it, actually. <laughs> I, don't know. I think because it doesn't really taste like much, but it's the consistency that yeah. gets me. I really eat.
0: never really liked it too much either. <laughs>
1: Just give me regular tofu, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me regular tofu. So, um, so, yeah, that's what the protein blocks are made of. So, Jamie Bell, Edgar, didn't like it. But... <laughs> this Swin, of course, loved it. Really? <laughs> she liked it. Even though she ate it for one scene, but uh, yeah, she who knows how many takes scene. she's had. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what, t- what else it tastes like. I mean, seaweed, sugar, gelatin. I don't
0: know. No, no the sugar part kind of. Mm. Maybe they just wanted to maybe make it. Maybe for like the starky, kind yeah. of like
1: just for the consistency of it. Yeah. I feel like it would, be, it would taste in like, every, you know, the... um seaweed snacks, mm-hmm. like flake snacks, yeah, just like in a different gelatin consistency. <laughs> That's probably what it would have tasted like.
0: We went through the the Harvey Weinstein thing.
1: We went through the Harvey Weinstein one. So some IMBD questions I had. We're going to debunk some internet questions here. All right. So one was like, um, oh, when Wolford, so at the end, Wolford says, he's like, congratulations, you're the first human being. To traverse from the tail to the head yeah. of the train, Yeah. not true. The two kids,
0: yeah, that were taken like, because you know you have to swap out the kids every every you know, time. time. Yeah, so yeah. Like, Who knows how would, many times? Yeah, so they would always be. Uh, yeah.
1: Come on, come on. <laughs> I mean, even you could argue for uh, the an adult like, the like
0: secretary. Oh, well, the secretary, the lady the other that guy, brings them other up girl, there. Yeah, the, the yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yellow Cope girl. girl. Cope girl she was very sure. weird, too. Like, her character.
1: Yeah. She was just, like, a body.
0: Yeah, and, like, she, like... You know when she, like... When the guy throws the shoe at her? Mm. And she, like, like, licks her blood? <laughs> That's interesting. But, like... It uh, says nothing about... Her, I mean, it <laughs> I mean, does kind of little, tell but... you about what like kind of mentality she <laughs> yeah. has.
1: But or even um, when they're having the conversations, and he's st- Curtis stands up, and then she fires the bullet, yeah. and like it ricochets, yeah. and he's like,
0: "Mind the engine." Yeah. He's
1: like, "Sorry, she's a little like an- anxious these days." Watch, yeah. the <laughs> <You'll>
2: be <better. laughs> Claude, mind the engine. <sighs> she's getting sensitive recently.
0: Sit down and mind your table manners. Just relax. like there's all a lot of these kinds of like weird like mm. people.
1: Okay, what was up with like <laughs> they walked through so the this the cart before well the engine room. Okay, well the cart before that. So like, Were they
0: taking all the drugs? Yeah. And then the parties?
1: Every, yeah, in the party and mm. it was like it was basically like a swan over yeah. the whatever it was. And then everybody randomly comes out wanting to kill, kill him, them. yeah. <laughs> what? Like, like, Something like that. It
0: just, it just really feels like it's just, okay, I need some kind of conflict here now, so uh, let's bring them in.
1: Let's bring everybody that's nearby.
0: Nope. <laughs> I need some kind of intensity and like some kind of pressure before this thing blows. I know. So I need them to kind of start fighting, you know. Just that; those are the kind of moments where you kind of feel like it's really mechanically just like yeah. placed why? there, why by the person, like mm. the director, to be like,
1: because because if that happened, then there was no need for the guy who died came back mm-hmm. to life. Mm-hmm. He would have been the conflict.
0: Yeah, he could have been. Yeah, it, and it would have been fine because
1: yeah. I mean, it would have really been fine, honestly. But it would have been better than having a random mob of people come in.
0: It was. It was just kind of. Out of place, exactly. Kind of feels kind of out of place.
1: Ah, so, oh my god! Did you see how many? So Park Chul um co-produced this. Yeah. With him. Yeah. So many um old boy references in this mm-hmm. movie. So when they came in and they stabbed the guy from behind yeah. and they ran away, yeah. and I was like, clearly
0: you yeah. at the act stuff, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. You're the axe stuff? Yeah.
0: Even that, that little moment when they're eating at the sushi place. Mm. Like, you know, like the moment when he eats the o- octopus. In that, Octo- yeah. In the so, Japanese restaurant. So
1: many. So, so many references. So many callbacks in that
0: movie. Like his hair. <laughs> like the dude. Yeah, the dude himself. <laughs> <laughs> the dude. The Korean dude. He's like, he's Part like old boy <laughs> reincarnated, man. Like even like, the mat his mannerisms the way he like fights and like the way like he's able to and like his kind of like weird relationship with the girl Mm. his daughter
1: yeah 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 which you it's like because you don't even that is something that's not even said in the movie either right you don't even know that they're i thought it was his lover until i figured out that she was 17 and even then i was like
0: okay it's well he does say it's his daughter Really? When? When? Yeah, when he opens the thing. I
1: missed that. Yeah, 100%. That, the,
0: the, okay, uh, what are you missing those things? Well,
1: it, see, the translator sucked because it was like, it would only put in subtitles when well, the translator yeah. didn't work in the scene. But then when it would translate from the automated voice, you
0: yeah, would just it say, it, say it. But the he, volume was he so says low. He's, well, yeah, I guess I was listening to it in Korean. He's like, my daughter's. Uh, it's, yeah, you got to cheap it. <laughs> my daughter's in in the uh, little thing. I need two chronos instead of one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that part I was like, I yeah, get yeah, for the 2 colonel yeah.
1: part, but I, I totally missed the fact that that was his daughter.
0: Yeah, it's his daughter, yeah. Uh,
1: Okay. Yeah, I missed that. I and think I missed that.
0: Colonel too, you're just like, what, as the moment they say it's flamm- flammable, you're like, oh, it's going to blow something up <laughs> in this movie, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just...
1: I, honestly, I didn't... I just took it as a great salt actually. It's like, they said it was flammable, but they sniffed it, and then I was a little lost in, I guess...
0: It's like sniffing gas, you know, yeah, like yeah, kind yeah. of that kind of thing.
1: But I guess I get lost in like, I just my the, mind the, went to like it's a drug, thing, yeah, the, drug, yeah, thing, the yeah. drug thing. And then when it came back, it was a bomb I was like, oh yeah, that's right, it's flammable. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you just kind of, you're like, oh okay, I see where it's going. <laughs> you know? Okay,
1: that's right, that makes sense. Um Oh, so in the very beginning, Edgar says he was like, you know, he remembers eating steak. He's like, man, I miss the taste of steak. Yeah, and and then Curtis is like, it's better if you, if he's like, if if you got, it, it's better if you don't remember, so you don't have to like recall mm-hmm. it. But if Edgar is a train baby, he would have never eaten steak.
0: Yeah, wait, it's, he yeah he is a train baby. He is yeah. a train baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's
1: no way yeah. he would know what steak tastes like. Yeah, because So been, why is he talking so about why it? Why is he talking like
0: he he ate it before? <laughs>
1: i have to go back and like see exactly what he says but
0: yeah no
1: no there's no there's no way that's
0: interesting like unless he right because the story tells him tells about yeah about uh what's his name curtis yeah no not curtis uh, Edgar? Yeah. Edgar. The story he tells about Edgar is mm. like, oh, like, you know, his mother. I kill his mother. He killed his mother. He's he, baby.
1: He was going to eat the baby. Yeah. And then. But that
0: was all on the train. So how could he have Egg... ever tasted steak? Yeah, Exactly. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about the, uh, about the theory of what. Mm. So I don't know about any theories. The, actually. the sequel. This is the sequel to uh, Willy oh. Wonka. White Chocolate what? Factory. <laughs> You, what? you never heard about this <laughs> no. uh, theory. There's this guy on YouTube who uh, came up with this theory, but it's so oh like it connects in so many different ways. You're just like, wow. Maybe. Are this, we talking about like the this new is, one? This is the true. No, the old. Charlie, oh, okay, okay. Tr- well, I mean, just the story of uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Gotcha, gotcha. Because uh, first thing is uh, the W, right? The. <laughs> Because, you know, like, the Charlie and Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka yeah. was the head of of this crazy uh, manufacturing business, right? Mm. And if you watch the movie, you see, like, he's he's really good at, like, making transportation stuff, right? Yeah. Like, even, like, the glass elevator and stuff like that and all of that. So he has expertise in creating um, locomotives. Yeah. And, Trans- and he can definitely make some kind of train that does that, right? Mm. Second part is, like, it's like all the food manufacturing thing. Like, how how would he know how to manufacture, like, food? It's like, he makes chocolate. He knows how to make food. And he knows how to create these crazy, elaborate, like, ways of inventing food.
1: So you're telling me that the protein bars are really licorice bars the whole time? So, no, So what I'm saying is, you know
0: how, and, and the interesting thing is, in Willy and and... and in mm. <laughs> Charlie found the Factory, <laughs> Willy Wonka is looking for for an heir, right? Someone who mm. to replace the factory. Yeah, yeah, was, uh, uh, someone <laughs> to replace the factory. Uh, replace uh, him mm-hmm. as the main sole um, person. So he's trying to look for an heir. And so the theory is say, is saying, and it's on YouTube. I don't know. Uh, I I want to give credit to the person who made up the theory, but I forget the name of the person. We'll put it in the description. But we'll if you find put out. it into, um, if you just type in Willie, uh, <laughs> I keep saying Willie, will Charlie <laughs> and the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> and uh, Snowpiercer, like sequel or whatever something like that. Something like that. It'll definitely come up. It has like a lot of views. <laughs> but so, <laughs> so yeah, so that's another part. Um, so what he's saying is the the theory is that um, Willy Wonka mm-hmm. picked Charlie as the heir, right. and Charlie took over as the manufacturer and the locomotive that he he created all of that <laughs> to survive this uh, dystopian you know <laughs> dystopian. world of this cold, mm-hmm. and it, and he changed his name to Wilford. <laughs> In memoriam of Willy Wonka, right? Because the name's of Willy Wonka. And he wanted to keep that W emblem, right? And that's just part of it. There's so many underlying connections in this movie. When people can't, find I, the time? I to... can't do it justice because <laughs> I, I'm i not as uh, eloquent uh-huh. of a speaker. And, and I haven't... You haven't really, done your research like this really, guy. yeah. But he also talks about... Um, You know how um, Wilfred talks about how recently um, there was, uh, you know, you have to replace parts and recently there's no more parts. And so we have to do it manually, right? And if you think about it, only little children can go in that little spot, right? (laughs) What else is little and what else can move in that way?
1: Yeah, you gotta sell it.
0: (laughs) If you watch Charlie and Chocolate Factory, what's little... And what's what are like the little servants that? Oh my god! <laughs> like the Oompa Loompas. Yeah. So recently, the, all the Oompa Loompas died, and Why? so they're not Why? able to go under and. And do the job that that the does. So they use Just children, little children instead. Just stop. <laughs> Isn't that so convincing? This is so bad. That was the biggest one. That I was like, "Dang, this is a definite sequel." Wow, this is a sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It has to be. Wonjuho, answer me: Are you a fan? Oh, but there's so many more like that. Like, uh, like the different characters that that you know in in Charlie and Chocolate Factory, like different <laughs> contestants or whatever. Like All the, the girl, other the fat girl who, who eats too much, the bubble gum or whatever. And then she gets fat and then she gets like in, mm. thrown out. That girl is the yellow girl. Who Wow. Who, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> um, there's so many connections like that that they make. Wow. And you just, you, at the end, you're just like, wow, this has to be a sequel. Made a case. <laughs> watch you it. Watch it. I can't do it justice, but you have to watch that.
1: How late were you up? It's on like YouTube. Like three in the morning. It's like, like th-
0: eyes wide. I think wide. it's like a 30 minute video or something. Like watching your phone and you're like, dude. No, but it makes so much sense. Dude. Everything makes so much sense. It's not an allegory. It's a sequel. It's a sequel. It's a sequel. I believe it is sequel. No, it's so. He just made so it so convincing, man. <laughs> Everything that he's saying is on point. And at that point, you just have to say it is. It is, what it is. He's just
1: like I didn't say it. it's like I think that's what was against...
0: really going for. And wow. what, he really, what he really wanted to do was create a sequel to Charlie and the Chopper. a classic, a classic, a, a classic film. And he wanted to create yeah. the modern version of that film, and I think he succeeded beautifully.
1: I'm gonna. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks.
0: Yeah, man. I'm telling you. Watch that.
1: If anybody else wants to be a new
0: host, I'm accepting watch that applications. Theory. Watch that theory. You will be 100% convinced. I gotta give props to that guy, but apparently. I forget his name. You're his disciple, I see. I forget his you, channel, but he's cool. He's a pretty cool dude. Mm,
1: the Antichrist? Is that what it's <laughs> Talk about that. This just <laughs>
0: just the truth that's so wrong. But yeah, after hearing his theory, I enjoyed Snowpiercer a whole lot more.
1: Honestly, I maybe would have been a better case for what the movie actually is. So,
0: no, watch watch that? Theory and then watch Snowpiercer again. Well, you'll enjoy it a lot more.
1: <laughs> it's so wrong. It's like a bad drug. It's Like take take this lie.
0: Well, so. if you think about it, I think, I think maybe like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like the way that Willy Wonka was so brutal in the way that the kids kind of mm. disappear. Come on, <laughs> he can have that ruthlessness.
1: They're so right. Similar right? stories that it
0: just happened to. Does be. it make sense? It does, <laughs> not, does it not make Stop
1: sense? am trying to sell me on this, Lee.
0: He can have that kind <laughs> of ruthlessness, right? <laughs> he got taught from the best. The <laughs> Willy Wonka was the best. He was looking for that right person who was not selfish, right? Mm. And he found that person in Chris Evans.
1: Yeah, the guy who almost ate a baby.
0: Yeah, but in mm. the end, he, you know, not he proved his point. by you know, he sacrificed his arm. He sacrificed himself. He was willing to become the head and take on all the burden of um, managing the train.
1: On the next topic. <laughs> so somebody made a case and said um, so this is the beginning when they first found Namgung in the um, basically in the locker yeah and that's another thing right so they were asleep in that locker the whole time like, well
0: I'm sure they,
1: it didn't even look like a freezer locker it was, no, just, it it was just a regular just... locker
0: yeah it's <laughs> just going in and out it's weird <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so somebody made a case and said that um, when they woke up um, Nangoon so he smokes so he has the two cigarettes left that are basically yeah. left on the planet. Um and he's saying that um some person was saying that when he opened up the matcher or the match case that there were two matches left.
0: Yeah. There so, was two matches left. Let me finish. Yeah.
1: And then the first part, right? So they use the first match. He uses the first match when he lights the cigarette then. Yep. And then the second match is used when they light the torch. Yep. In that fight scene. Then in the later scene, he's saying he, that two more latches just magically reappear yeah. when he lights it for well, he lights it for the bomb for the door, and then
0: he man, he lights it again for uh, the cigarette for, the second time for when Chris Evans Chris Evans smokes yeah smoking
1: so I'm saying that, that so that's like "quote unquote" continuity error yeah it is no I went back and watched it there were actually three in matches? the ma- matches. But he used one to smoke his cigarette first, and there were three left.
0: So that would have carried on over. But the thing that I was confused about was there was two matches left, right? In the uh, two cigarettes left, right? Right. But he first smokes it when he first comes out of the locker. Mm-hmm. And doesn't he smoke it again, like around the time, like uh, when they're fighting the Axe people? No. He doesn't?
1: He throws out the cigarette, actually. He, he- smokes it. And then he throws it out to distract the crowd and then fights Chris Evans and then fights the crowd. So
0: that that one cigarette lasts that long?
1: Right. But he's, he probably didn't smoke the whole thing because he tossed it out. He probably smoked half it and then tossed
0: it into the crowd. Remember? So the, the order of events is right after the locker scene is the axe scene. It's the scene. And then the, he
1: lights the second match for the torches. Well, the kid steals his matches. Right? Yeah. Then the kid lights it. But for, I'm talking about fire.
0: cigarettes. There's only two, right? There's
1: only two. So the first cigarette is when he first wakes up, yeah. and the second cigarette is for school So that Stevens. first
0: cigarette lasted that long?
1: Yeah, for the whole scene when he was smoking.
0: That's kind of weird.
1: I mean, <laughs> they both lasted pretty long, honestly.
0: Yeah, I guess, I mean, yeah. Even I mean, in the monologue,
1: it's... he wastes the cigarette just for Chris Evans to not smoke yep. at all. Yep. But he's saying the continuity error is that when they open up the match The matches. That he said that there was only two in the oh. case. So when they used two, and then they used two more, that's a concrete error. Oh. But no, there was actually four. So he, okay. he used one, and there was three left in
0: the box. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to the matches. I was just paying attention to the I was, cigarettes. <laughs> I was like, are there three cigarettes? Because it feels like he you, he was smoking for yeah, no, another he, scene. Mm, yeah, no, and he, I was like, how does he have another cigarette left in like, at the end if he already smoked two? Mm. But...
1: Yeah, no, he is the last one. So, whoever that put that there, you're wrong. I went back. I, <laughs> ch- I looked, bro. Nice. Debunked. <laughs> nice, nice. Well,
0: wow, that's still on IMDb. Like that, that was all on IMDb. You should change it, man.
1: So the title of it? Huh? What do you Oh, no,
0: you should change the trivia.
1: <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. I got to see how to do that. <laughs> dear, wow. Dear user, shut your face. <laughs> but it is a quick cut like yeah, yeah it is it is a it is. quick cut so you yeah. have to really really see
0: it's not really integral to the story as long as you have the matches, really fine. not
1: i mean i've seen worse cut yeah. nude errors yeah <laughs> have you seen a little woman yet no no
0: oh dang it there's a there. <laughs> yeah a glaring one
1: yeah if you look well like there is um great movie but there's like a conversation between two actors like one of the guy and the girl and they're like often um they're off in I think Italy at the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then they're having a conversation and he's she's like uh drawing, like one of the sisters is an artist and she's drawing mm-hmm. in the park. And then he's like sitting with her and he has a scarf on, and the scarf changes positions like every shot. Oh every shot. It's like tied, not tied, oh, curled wow. over, not curled over, and it's like a close up of him. So if you like it see it, it just keeps on changing. It just like changes <laughs> almost every time.
0: And, he and The girl's drawing, so it was like Right, right. So- it's even weirder because you're like <laughs> i want to draw something that's the same not like changing every two seconds
1: so i was like i saw that and i was like i love this movie but now i'm not even afraid to make a continuity error <laughs> <laughs> like, if they can get away with that i mean it's fine
0: it's cool yeah i mean as long as the, the acting is captivating i guess yeah yeah i mean
1: it, it was a perfectly fine scene but it's I just kept looking at a scarf. I was like, "That was not tied." The last shot. Yeah,
0: No. Yeah, those things throw you off if you actually really. Like, yeah. If it if it if you happen to catch it while you're that's actually invested yeah. in the movie, I just
1: then, I just happened like, to see it and I was like, and then I it changing, I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all I paid attention to for like the yeah, rest of the scene. That, that sucks. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, it kind of sucks when you like know about the little details. Yeah. you like,
0: oh, just that's <laughs> the curse of uh, kind of <laughs> studying film. Mm. You start looking at things more critically, yeah, observantly, and you're like, "Man, they messed that up!" (laughs) Like, but I like this movie. Darn, I wish they uh, VFX that out or something. (laughs) Yeah,
1: VFX a whole scarf out. Sure, a red scarf. I mean, they
0: can do it if they can do it for Marvel movies. They can do it (laughs) for anything, man.
1: They can get rid of a. Henry Cavill's mustache. Oh, that was so bad.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let's not go there. That's just if we ever go to those movies, we're not. We can rant about how bad that was. But
1: oh well. No. Wait till till you hear the next batch. Our next batch of series. I've decided, by the way, what we're gonna do. So, but anyway, let's. uh, I guess some wrapping up statements. Obviously, we enjoyed the movie. Well, okay, hold on. how much did you enjoy this movie
0: well let's go first with the recommendation would you recommend recommend this movie to people or to a general audience or to a specific audience definitely
1: a general audience (laughs) um i guess it's a good it's a good first run through it's different i will say it it is as like kind of tropey and predictable it is it's a little different just because it stylized like Bong joon definitely has made it a stylized film like the setting is different and everything is practical so it feels different like for a movie like this you kind of automatically see VFX all around but like the whole set is real or like 90% of it is so it it definitely has a different feel and taste to it as you watch it on top of that it's filmed with film so it definitely has that grainy kind of look to it so it's definitely a a little different and interesting but it's good for one watch through honestly it's a one and done thing and it's on Netflix so you know if you have mm. the time what do you think
0: um i agree for i think if i were to tell somebody to watch this it would be like a person who just kind of wants to casually watch a kind of cool cool film yeah of kind of has a, few, a little bit of action. Mm. The story is pretty coherent. There's a pretty cool twist at the end. So yeah. like if you just want to watch a kind of cool film, just watch this. But if I were to say, oh, you want to, you know, experience a really cool director and and kind of his films, I would not recommend <laughs> this as the very first film to watch. This would be at the bottom. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, it really doesn't have as much of his like imprint on it as other films and it doesn't have like the one part that really was missing in this film was his uh sense of like humor. Yeah. Like that uh, weird sense of like humor. And and maybe it's because it just doesn't fit in this um film. it's really the
1: characters. Like we just don't have his characters in this right movie. the
0: characters all don't really um embody that mm-hmm. and uh maybe like the only person that kind of embodies it is the actual Korean Act the character and even then it's like very they do justice, very very minimal like it's very minimal yeah. it's like it's only when he's trying to like converse with the translator thing that you kind of see where he's maybe trying to squeeze a little bit of that kind of <laughs> in there but it kind of falls flat it mm-hmm. falls short but you know in I, that sense like I, I yeah like like the imprint of of his you know style in in his past works Mm -hmm. really doesn't really show in this one yeah so i don't think i would characterize this film as his kind of you know pinnacle (laughs) it's definitely um one of his slower kind of films in that in that sense but i think in a a sense of more commercial films it's actually higher up than some of his other films i feel like this one's way easier yeah commercially to just kind of watch Mm-hmm. right like other ones are like really i mean this one's kind of depressing but not really it's just kind of maybe it's i mean
1: depressing but it's the action that kind of i guess brings up for it yeah, in a way yeah or is the relief per yeah. se yeah
0: but then the other ones are just really kind of like the material of the story is really kind it's of rough. dense yeah so it's it's more harder to kind of digest it sometimes mm-hmm. but this one is more and it's also like American almost, like, pretty much. Pretty much. It's an American, well, it is an American production, mm-hmm. but, like, so, yeah, like, <laughs> I would recommend it to somebody who just wanna watch, wants to watch. I mean,
1: if cool I, feel, I feel like if you're casually going through Netflix and you've run out of things to watch and you're like, Snowpiercer, yeah, all right, like, I think that's. And I, anyway. Yeah,
0: like, I think it would be definitely a run for your time Yeah.
1: to watch. But if I was, yeah, if I was recommending to somebody, like. Functional specifically, or anything in that sense, this wouldn't be something that I would suggest. Yeah. I'll probably anyway. tell them
0: to watch Memories of Murder
1: first. I, Yeah, I would be like, so skip that one movie.
0: That happens I, have, in the I should train. watch his very first film, just so I know what it is. Because mm. you know, I can't judge it by not. <laughs> I guess I can get there eventually, but yeah, do you think there was substance?
1: <laughs> Besides. Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean that's all there is. No, just shit. <laughs>
1: it's the only substance.
0: I mean that's the greatest substance. That's crazy, mind blowing. Get stuff, out, man. get out of
1: here. Go away. Be gone with you.
0: Uh,
1: I don't like. It's like the only substance is in your face. Like, okay, obviously classism, obviously rich versus poor, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But other than that, because it doesn't, but it doesn't do it in a I don't know like again it feels like an allegory for something Mm -hmm. it feels like a legend kind of tale yeah so it's you kind of just have to watch it for what it is and then you think broader based on it right but it in itself it doesn't really have a deepness to it I guess you can say
0: Mm. I in certain sense I agree but I in another sense I also kind of disagree Mm. I think that it does have substance because it is an allegory or because right, it is a right. kind of a it's kind of telling you a, a bigger sense of what it's mm. its story is telling you about kind of life or kind of society and, yeah, and yeah. it's kind of trying to teach you a certain kind of lesson yeah, yeah. maybe <clears throat> and I think it does that pretty well right and yeah. and that if I were to like watch this movie and talk to somebody about it, I think I could talk a long time about what it meant or, like, what it's trying to say, you know, or, like, about classism, Like, we're doing kind of now, you know, like, like we can kind of talk about, okay, like, we didn't really go into depth about, like, the the real kind of nitty-gritty about, like, what did it actually mean and stuff like that. But we could definitely go into that, right, if we were to actually kind of talk about it more. Right. And say, like, oh, like, you know, like, what did it mean for, you know, this guy who you know was at the very end and then he came to the very top but he realizes that you know maybe mm-hmm. this is kind of the way that it's supposed to be yeah. what does it mean that that you know this whole train gets destroyed <laughs> and like these two yeah. um kids kind of decide to kind of you know mm-hmm. embark in this new journey stuff like that maybe you can kind of tie it into like oh is this a, a metaphor for like a dystopian communist society or like a, <laughs> a certain kind, you know we can like all talk right. about all those stuff but you know it's, that'll be a really long podcast. <laughs> it's but, whatever. <laughs> but but yeah, I think, so what my point is, I think there is substance, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can talk about those things. You can have that, those discussions. Yeah. yeah. So it, like, it's cool because, you know, Bong is still able to bring that kind of uh,
1: um, uh, conversation, conversation yeah. starter mm-hmm. through
0: his movies. Because every movie I think it does, it kind of does that, right? For sure. So this is still has that. Yeah. So I think it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I think he, he wouldn't go a movie without lack of that that sense of mm-hmm. um, bringing out a conversation yeah uh, with the stories that he tells in general
0: yeah, yeah so it, it's a cool film go check it out if you haven't checked it out if you did um, I guess you can't let us know what you thought about it right? <laughs>
1: not, not yet anyway <laughs> but yeah yeah we will uh, we'll get there
0: yeah and the next film we're gonna do is um, Okja. 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 Yep. Yeah. It's another production that is a uh, mixed production. Mixed
1: production. Netflix and probably a Korean production. Yeah. Yeah, because this one was Weinstein and, well, obviously his his company and CJ. CJ. Yeah. Entertainment. So I don't know if CJ Entertainment was with Okja. I'm not sure. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure, but we'll find out we'll, next week. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're going along. We've got. We did uh, Memories of Murder mother snowpiercer
0: yeah we finished almost all of his yeah, films
1: we're pretty much along
0: yeah there's maybe two more films right
1: okja and his first film or you want yeah. to do host
0: oh no, no no oh so there's three more films that we haven't watched yeah of, yeah, yeah, of his yeah yeah filmography
1: yeah do you want to do the first one on here i
0: mean we don't have to no, we okay. can move on after uh after okja, okja? Right? that's what we decided yeah, on. yeah yeah so. let's just do that if you're interested in more of his films, yeah, go out and okay. check it out.
1: Yeah, there's there's a like we said there's there's like two more, two more besides a, the and there's like plenty others. He's done a, yeah, quite he's a few shorts. He's a
0: short. He does a lot of shorts too. Quite so if you want to go t- check check those I kinda out. I kind of want to see
1: Tokyo. Me too. I kind of want to see what that's about. Yeah, and uh, Park Chan Wook was on was on that one too. So yeah. apparently they're pretty close.
0: Yeah, I mean, he produced this one too. So. I know, and the, his movie was practically in the movie. <laughs> so that much. was another sequel, maybe that was in this movie. <laughs> this is the, the. I'm
1: pretty sure Park Yoga was like, "Hey, hey, can you can you put in a knife stab in there for me?"
0: Yeah. and it's kind of reminiscent of that long. Um, take of him fighting an old boy, that iconic one. Right, right. Because the train is going, you know, left to right. Mm-hmm. And that, that. Honestly, move. I was
1: waiting for it. I was like, so where's the, uh, the, the one water, shot? so one action scene. <laughs> and then, and then it kind of happened, but with slow motion yeah. and a little different. And I was like, yeah. all right, that's it right there. Yeah. It's a little more Hollywood esque, but fine. Yep. It's a little lamer, but, <laughs> you know, we can't all have, we yeah. can't all be pleased here. So yeah, uh, thanks again. This is uh, getting past the subtitles, so uh, Okja is next. We'll drop in on Mondays, and then after that, we will do a new series. Yep, and Ooh. we'll reveal
0: to you guys what our next yeah, uh, yeah. batch of movies are going to be. Ooh.
1: Yeah, so we'll we'll do the um, we'll announce what it is, and then we'll we'll put in the full list of movies as well in the, in the Okja episode. Cool. So. Alrighty.